1: The U.S. Supreme Court appeared favorable to the Coach Kennedy case. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council, going to be talking about this case today with Holly Mead on faith and freedom. Last week, the United States Supreme Court heard oral arguments in the case involving a high school football coach, Coach Joe Kennedy. He was fired for silently praying on the field after the games. Most of the justices seemed favorable to Coach Kennedy's arguments. The decision will be handed down no later than the end of June. There's a number of big cases that are at the U.S. Supreme Court right now with regards to religious freedom or free speech, including one of our cases, the Shurtleff versus City of Boston case involving the Christian flag in the city of Boston. So all of these cases, all three of them, should be coming down no later than the end of June, but all three of them could be blockbuster cases.
2: Yeah, and you know, man, I think it's important, just like our case where you argued for the Supreme Court regarding the Christian flag, there's much more to it than just a flag. And the same thing with this case, it's much more than just a coach wanting to pray on the 50-yard line.
1: Here's what happened. Uh, coach Joe Kennedy actually watched uh, the movie uh, Facing the Giants, mm-hmm. and he was hired as a football coach at the Bremerton School District. And he committed, vowed to God, that he would give thanks to God at the end of each game. And so as an 18-year Marine veteran, now a coach at this high school in Washington State, he decided to go to the 50-yard line to kneel down and silently pray at the end of the game. And he would thank God for good sportsmanship, that the players were safe, and just give thanks to, the, to God silently. He didn't do this openly, didn't tell people that they should join them.
2: Right, he didn't send up fireworks or ask everybody to come around. He did it And it's after the game himself. as people are right.
1: filing out. He goes up on the 50-yard line and has prayer. And he did that for seven years without any incident. Now, sometimes the players uh, from both sides of the teams afterward would go and join Coach mm-hmm. Kennedy. And what happened is a player or a coach from an opposing team actually wrote a nice compliment to this school afterward about how that was nice, that they allowed the coach to do that. Didn't complain. That then came to the school board's attention, and they said, oh, well, you have to stop doing this, because if we allowed you to do it, this is government speech, and the government can't speak religiously. It would be a violation of the First Amendment Establishment Clause. So we have to stop you. They ordered him to cease. He didn't do it the following time. But then he decided, no, he, he, he's going to stick with his convictions. And he would go out there, and he did it a couple of more times, and he was terminated. I think he did it maybe three more times. Uh, one of the times, there was nobody there except for him. But again, he didn't force people. He didn't promote people or demote people. He didn't play people or not play people because they did or did not participate in the prayer So what happened is the Americans United for Separation of Church and State gave counsel to the school district, and that says it all. They represented the school district. This is a very radical anti-religious organization that literally wants to eradicate all religion, particularly Christianity, anything that would be Christian in nature, from the public sphere of our lives. And so this school dug its heels in. The case went to the trial court, lost. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, lost. Supreme Court of the United States, they did not accept the case. It wasn't in the right position to accept it at the time. But you had four justices making a statement that this case deserves perhaps future review. Mm -hmm. So then it goes back down, loses again at the trial court, loses again at the Court of Appeals. Then the Supreme Court accepts the case in January, just the week before I argued the Shirtliff case on January 18, 2022, and then this decision was argued orally before the nine justices. And so, you know, the real issue is, is this really a government speech when a coach at the end of a game goes out to the 50 yard line and just kneels down to pray after people are leaving.
2: You know, and I think we really need to look at this deeper, because this could impede on all of our freedom of speech and all of our religious freedom. You know, if I'm employed by a school, do I not have the freedom to go somewhere privately and pray? Is that because I am employed by a school, it automatically becomes government speech? That doesn't make sense. It seems like that could really affect all of our religious freedom. In fact, Justice
1: Alito asked the question, what about somebody who is obviously religious uh, can they censor that person and punish that person just because they're obviously a religious employee right. of the school district and you know what you have here is one of the justices i believe it was justice gorsuch asked the question what about if the coach just made the sign of the cross right and the other and I side, think Kavanaugh
2: asked too. What if he crossed himself as well? Yeah, and yeah.
1: The other side said, "Well, you know, it depends on if he was crossing himself to the attention of somebody." Said, "Well, no, you're you're changing some of this hypothetical. What if they just made the sign of the cross? You know, what happens if he had uh, blue and yellow socks, for example? Right. Or blue and yellow shoes for Ukraine. Or what happens, for example? One of them said that there's a. Uh, in fact, this was actually part of the argument." If somebody uh, is injured on the field and you know what happens when a mm. player is injured on the field, what happens? The coaches, the players, a lot of times they'll take a knee mm. and they're they're kneeling. Some of those are not praying. Some of those are praying. Well, what happens if that coach takes a knee? Do you have to like figure out is that coach thinking religious thoughts to God or is that coach just Thinking I hope the players not hurt without any religious thoughts at all. Mm. What's the coach thinking about and if the coach is thinking something religious Then that has to be prohibited. How are you going to figure that out? You're gonna say well you can't kneel Well, if you can't kneel Then you have to stand Well, if you can kneel which makes sense that you could kneel then they're wanting to control your thoughts Again, it's the same thing. This coach goes out after the game is over to the 50-yard line. If somebody wants to go out there with him, that's fine. He kneels down, and he gives a silent prayer. Now, what happens if that same coach went out there after the game, knelt down, and was just thankful but had no religious bone in him? His body, for example, not a religious thought at all crosses his mind. Is that okay? And what's the difference? I think that's where you see some of the problems of allowing the school to censor Coach Kennedy because they deemed his action, silent though it may be, to be religious. Certainly he was praying to God, but he was doing that in a silent way.
2: You know, and I think it's really sad. We've really come at an unprecedented time in our country, Matt, where they're so concerned whether a coach who is a mentor and wants to make a good influence in these students' lives wants to silently pray. We're making this issue. It goes all the way to Supreme Court. I think that really says something about what's happening in our country. It reminds
1: me of 2009 when we were representing in court on Constitution Day, by the way. It was actually on the Constitution Day, September 17, 2009, which is the Constitution Day, and it was on that particular day in the panhandle of Florida, where we were in a federal court, had a huge painting, the largest painting I've ever seen in a courtroom on the wall of some of the founding, one of the historic founding uh, depictions where people were kneeling down and praying. (laughs) It was in the courtroom. And There was a prosecutor that was coming after our two clients, a principal and an athletic director, because the ACLU had filed suit against the school, and the judge had issued an order, no religious activity whatsoever. And so at a booster event where there was no students, the principal asked the athletic director, could they just simply have a short prayer for the meal? He did. That landed them in court they could have lost their collective Mm. retirement benefits of 40 years uh, between the two of them and we were in court defending them it was a surreal moment after an eight or ten hour hearing we ultimately won that day but it's very similar to what we have here this is a religious animosity it's hostility toward religion particularly christianity please pray for the case it's involving coach kennedy pray for our case involving camp constitution the shirtless case these two cases will be handed down sometime between now and the end of june this year for more information visit lc.org that's lc.org
0: you've been listening to faith and freedom brought to you by liberty council we hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith family and freedom get informed and get involved today visit liberty council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org. You can also call us at 407-875-1776. Again, that phone number 407-875-1776. Become an active partner of Liberty Council and make a difference in your community and across the nation. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.